Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge, whose mission is to promote cultural growth, economic development, and educational enhancements through the arts in and around the 11 parish region we serve. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning is Scott Sullivan. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Pam. Yeah. So Scott is an independent film writer, producer, and director, and one of several New Orleans natives who kind of ended up here after Katrina, right? Or before Katrina? Way before Katrina. Way before Katrina. Okay. So in 2016, he founded the independent film production company, Sully Scope Films, and recently he teamed up with East Baton Rouge Parish District Attorney Hiller Moore on the independent film Chances. So Correct. tell us a little bit about how that all came to be. Well, um, back in, uh, I guess it was around 2020, actually, um, I did a, a film called Respect for Life, uh, partnered with the 100 Black Men here in uh, Baton Rouge. And um, it was a film at, uh, aimed at taking a proactive approach to helping young people make good choices. Um, Hiller Moore happened to see that film. Okay. And um, he and I started having conversations at that point about doing something that focused uh, more on on gun violence and, and gang culture. Um, and so that was kind of the, uh, the inception of the idea uh, and, and when I kind of started developing the concept of Chances. So... So, give me a little bit more about what about the movie. Well, um, as I said, the movie focuses on uh, gun violence and gang and gang culture, which is something that uh, we we know a lot about, not just here in Baton Rouge, but all over the place, all yeah. around the country. Um, and uh, the film focuses on uh, the main character's name is Kevin. And he's he's been going through uh, some situations that have have landed him in in trouble. He's a a victim of gun violence at the start of the film. Um, But this particular film doesn't uh, aim to just say, hey, this is a problem. Um, The angle that uh, we took on this film was to really acknowledge the trauma that comes along with uh, being involved in in gang violence and, and gun violence. Um, so the film spends a lot of time dealing with the character's trauma and how he processes that and how he gets through it. But it also brings to light um, a pathway of healing. And that's really what this was all about is is we know we have a problem. Here's how it affects us. But here's what we can do about it. And especially from the, the standpoint of dealing with someone's internal struggle, that's what we're we're really trying to deal with here. In this movie Kind of a way to break that cycle Because if you don't deal with that trauma It kind of repeats itself sometimes And that, that's, that's exactly right And um, what, what you begin to realize When you, when you start to focus on this, this, char- character's, uh, this character's challenges and struggles Is that um, even though he's been directly affected By a traumatic situation um, In some way if you haven't been directly involved With gang violence or gun culture If you live in a city the trauma of knowing that it's going on affects you. And so we have to realize that as a, as a city, as a, as a, a nation, as a world, we, we are experiencing trauma because of the things that go on around us. And we can stop the, the, the gun violence or, or stop this or stop that. Um, but we can't just stop it. We have to deal with what it has done to us or we will repeat those things yeah there's a there's a lot of fallout and there's a lot of studies that show how 
especially young children, how that stunts their emotional development when they, when they experience that trauma. Absolutely. So it's easy to understand where the district attorney's office is coming from and wanting to, to do something like this. So mm-hmm. kind of what was your, what drove you to, to do this? Um, you know, it, I want to say that I was, the honest, the honest truth is I was compelled. It wasn't an, you know, an act of inspiration or wanting to take some sort of artistic approach to something. Um, I, I want, there was something inside of me that said, you, you need to, to say something. You need to say what you're feeling about this, this topic or this subject. Um, and that's what really moved me to do the piece and take the, the approach that I took with it. Uh, was, was honestly, it was, just something inside of me. Uh, call it, call it God. Call it whatever you want to call it. For me, it's God. But it was it was something that moved me to to you know write these thoughts down, mm-hmm. put them on camera, and try to effectively communicate this this message. And it was really about being proactive. Um, a lot a lot of times we're behind the proverbial eight ball mm-hmm. on these issues. Well, how can we? How can we do something that puts us in front of the issue? How can we stop it before it happens? Um, and that's what this is about and, you know, other pieces we've worked on is trying not only to stop the cycle, but um, prevent the cycle from even getting started. Okay. So um, how did you get started making movies? Where did that, co- where did that come from? <laughs> did you just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to be a movie maker? Not quite. Uh, you know, there's, okay, I'll try to make the long answer not so long. Um, <laughs> we got time. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I've Since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated by, uh, by movies like every other kid. Um, but it kind of started out... Um, being thrown into plays that's kind of where it all started uh being in plays and realizing hey production and doing these things is pretty fun um and as i grew older i started taking a liking to to writing um and then you fast forward uh i was uh, at baton Rouge high school and um i was trying to be one of the cool kids which meant you know join the choir at baton Rouge high that was the thing to do okay and so um guy uh the choir director at that time, uh, Robbie Gerard, really great guy. Um, he uh, he kind of saw something in me that I I didn't, and I, I joined the choirs trying to be one of the cool kids, and ended up senior year as the president of the choir. <laughs> uh, but what that meant was that I was I had to be in all of the productions we did: uh, Fiddler on the Roof, um, West Side Story, and that was when I really started to kind of say wait a minute i like this i don't know why i like this but i like it okay kind of forgot about it but then as life went on passion took over again ended up getting an mfa in screenwriting and uh entrepreneurial spirit led me to make the things that i was writing so picked up a camera started making movies and have not stopped yet wow yeah so where did you get your mfa full sale it's uh it's a school out in orlando florida and they, that's all they do is movies, film, and all kind of cool stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, why come back to Baton Rouge? Well, um, Baton Rouge, uh, 
first of all, it's a great place. It's home. It's nothing like being in a place where you know exactly where you are all the time. Um, but I, I, um, I met my, who is now my wife. I met a gal. Yeah. And um, that's, that's really my reason for coming back home. And um, best decision I ever made. <laughs> And how many years later, here you still are. Huh? Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, 15 years later, three kids later. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, aside from um, Chances, mm-hmm. uh, tell us about some of the other projects you've done. I'm, I saw Trigger Girl. Yes, which, yes. Which has my friend Leo Honeycutt in it. Absolutely. And when I was Googling, I discovered that our director of, let me get his title right, Director of Music Education and Advancement, the talented Mike Esnault, did your score for yes. that for that film. So, yes. um, tell us a little bit about all of that. Well, um, uh, Trigger Girl um, is <laughs> an interesting film, um, and yes, Mike, uh, he's probably one of the best composers there is. Uh, yeah, he's, he has quite the resume, doesn't he? He does. He does, and um, his his score for Trigger Girl is only outdone uh, by his score for a movie called Paper Clocks, which was the first movie he and I worked on together. Okay. But, uh, we met through Victoria Green, who's a, a super producer and a friend. Um, she's she's in New Orleans, but um, uh, Trigger Girl was a, a kind of a, a testament to. Um, the possibilities of independent filmmaking here in Louisiana. Um, it was really a, a matter of, of people who got together and said, uh, we're, we're not just going to make a short film. Um, we're going to make a movie. Okay. And we're going to see if we can get together with what we have and just pull it off. And uh, that's what we did. And, um, you know, it ended up on a theater screen and now it's streaming around the world, which is, which is pretty crazy. So, so if I want to watch Trigger Girl, how can I do that? Um, if you go uh, to Tubi, uh, which is a, a streamer, um, you can watch it. It has ads, so you can watch it for free on there. Or if you go to Amazon Prime, I believe it's available for rent there, and it's on a, a bunch of other streamers. Okay. Yeah. So what pre- what preceded Trigger Girl, what came first? Because you just don't jump in and make a full-length movie to start with. No, a bunch of short films, a bunch of trial and error. <laughs> so, yeah, we did a, a lot of short films. Um, I can't remember if Gravity, it was a, a crime drama, if it came before or after that, but that's also before. streaming. Or, yeah. I think. I thought I had these. Let's see. It might have been a, I think I want to say it's after. After, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. yeah. But that's currently streaming, uh, I think, on Plex TV. Um, there's a version of that on there. Um, but just a lot of really fun memories doing short films and learning the craft. Okay. So tell me a little bit about Breathe. Was that your first one? That was my very, yeah, the first okay. one as a... So- a writer director. Um, I did have a film before that where I was just a writer. Um, but breathe was kind of my, my first time dipping my toes in the pool. And, um, (laughs) we had a great cast. Uh, I remember, uh, Trey Godfrey was the the lead in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Trey. Um, but it was really, a a really crazy concept about uh, what would happen if we were all for some reason convinced to hold our breath at the same time and um 
we kind of answer that question in the movie <laughs> or what I think would happen. <laughs> we, pa- we pass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Among other things. Yeah. <laughs> so has the writer's strike affected you at all? I mean, you, you write your own stuff, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yes and no. Um, it's really difficult to see so many of my, my friends and contemporaries kind of struggle through this this strike um, because it has affected so many people Um, and you know everybody's fighting for the right reasons I believe Um, so in that way it does it does affect me it affects the morale Um, but uh, being a an independent filmmaker I kind of play on the the outsides of the system Mm -hmm. so um, it doesn't directly affect me um but they're you know just being in the film world you can't avoid some of the the energies that come from that so you know louisiana was a hot bed for a while for all things movies and mm-hmm. then kind of things died down a little bit are we, are we coming back you know um that's interesting um I guess I wouldn't use the word comeback. Um, I think right now we're evolving. Um, things are are going to be different no matter how, when they start up again, there will be some changes. Uh, what those changes are, nobody really knows right now, I think. Um, but uh, I think Louisiana is in a a really great position. And I think one of our, one of our, our greatest opportunities, which is also our greatest challenge is, um, is that we have this, this potential that I don't think we're quite aware of right now. And the, the potential we have is really, um, we're in a place where we can innovate, uh, the filmmaking business. We have all of the pieces here because of what has happened here uh, so many of the things that are necessary to to make the film business something sustainable here, they already exist here. We just need to all come to the table and really talk about this and talk about it in a way where we're we're not trying to fit ourselves into an existing system. We have to be uh, courageous enough to to break out of the box and figure out what works for us. Yeah, we're we're kind of good about having all the pieces of the puzzle we, and taking a while to figure out how to put it all together. Yes, yes, yes. But I, I think I think we're going to get there. Okay. So, um, what's your next project going to be? What are you working on now? Oh, wow. Uh, so many things. Um, I have a, another slate of films that they're, uh, they're social impact films. Um, they're similar to, to Chances in that they're taking a proactive approach to subjects um, uh, such as there's uh, another film on gun violence. There's one on sexual assault. Uh, there's one on mental health. Um, also economic development and community identity. Um, and these films are, are meant to not just point at a problem, but point to solutions and paths forward and opportunities for growth. So we're currently looking for partners and funders for that slate of films. Um, you'll like this. Uh might be shooting a Christmas film starring Leo Honeycutt. Okay. Um, so we're we're currently working on that and uh, really hoping we pull that off. And um, we're still um, 
kind of uh, exposing chances to the world. Uh, we may be doing something at Celtic Studios uh, called Inside the Film, where we do a Q&A and then a screening of the film at Celtic Studios as well. How can how can people watch Chances? Is it available to take a gander? Not yet. Uh, like I said, we, we may do an additional screening over at Celtic, so uh, kind of keep your, your eyes and ears open for forthcoming information on that. Okay. Uh, it may screen again in the theater. Okay. Um, but after that, uh, the district attorney uh, has some further plans for it. Um, and so we'll kind of... Uh, see what he's got going on uh, as far as that and okay. kind of ride the way from there. Well, keep us in the loop and we'll keep our, our people aware. Oh, most the, definitely. Our, most definitely our, the Arts the Council. The here and the newsletter so yeah. we can keep everybody up to date. Well, so when you're not making movies and you're mm-hmm. not chasing three kids, oh wow, what does Scott do? Oh my gosh. I mean, you just uh, explained my life in a nutshell right there. <laughs> um, no, I, I really... When I'm not doing any of that, I'm, I'm a writer, uh, so I'm always living in my imagination, and I'm always being drawn into something, uh, you know, because I'm I'm always curious about something. So I, that's I spend a lot of time just um, just playing with the writing and stuff like that. Uh, I like to play golf, although I don't know when's the last time I played. Uh, but I really spend a lot of time just enjoying being a, a family person, um, chasing the kids around, like you say, <laughs> that, that school is, you know, keeping it's them up with school. Back is, in session. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As, yeah. as, as, as a mother of three children, yes, that, that, that will keep you quite busy. Is, that, that's enough, isn't it? That, that <laughs> yeah. will do it. That will yeah. do it. Well, um so are you a are you a foodie anything like that or i i I, um you know i claim to be um i'm not quite sure if i measure up to the real foodies out there um but i do love uh exploring different uh types of cuisine and i've gotten more adventurous as i've gotten a little bit older so do you play around in the kitchen or no Uh, yeah yeah i uh i do so, I what's do. your specialty dish? I, there's, there's, you know, there's no specialty quite yet. I don't. I'm not sure. I've <laughs> jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, most men in South Louisiana know how to cook something, so I figured that was a safe question to yeah, ask. Yeah, I guess I'm falling behind the man curve as far <laughs> as the Louisiana man goes. But no, I do, and I enjoy. Um, probably enjoy eating more than cooking, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That will work. Well, Scott, thanks so much for joining us. And remind us again, uh, how can we get, tell us about how can we find Soliscope on, online? How do we you keep can, up with you? Yeah, I think um, if you just go online and um, if you can spell it right, Soliscope, uh, you'll find our website. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, um, Instagram, and um, I think that's a that's about it. Okay. So and it's spelled S U. L-L-I-S-C-O-P-E. That's correct. You got it. So just Google that, and you can find out all things Scott and what he's up to these days. That's correct. I I appreciate you joining us. It was fun to catch up. Yeah, it was. Thank you for having me. So remember that the Louisiana Arts Summit is coming up uh, October 4th through the 6th. Uh, It is for anyone and everyone who is either an artist or an arts organization or just interested in the arts, if your economic development, governmental agency, you need to come because it is going to be a fabulous 
opportunity to network. We have some amazing speakers coming in to talk about financing and sustainability and just some, everything you need to know going forward to keep your your art, arts organization and your entity afloat. So we've got people coming from New York City, Illinois, uh, Arts Council of Illinois. We've just got an amazing lineup of speakers. And you can get all that information on our website, which is artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R.org. And we thank you for joining us this morning for AC23. You can catch replays on Amazon Music. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Support for this programming comes from Shell, our generous donors and members. To help us continue programming like this, please consider joining the Arts Council or becoming a donor. And you can get information on all of that once again on our website, artsbr.org. Have a good Sunday.